Welcome to episode 10. Welcome to episode 10 of the BoxBox podcast. Today, I'm joined by James as we talk about the Canadian Grand Prix. Expect Leclerc's recovery drive, Sonoda locking up both fronts in the pit lane exit, Vettel's pace in FP3, the rise of Mercedes and another win for Max Verstappen. So, over the back of Canada, James, what were your overall insights? I actually thought it'd be a better... Uh, I actually thought it was a pretty good race overall. I thought there were quite a few overtakes and... Uh, we actually had quite a few little battles. We had um, the Alpines, although um, they did go down a little bit. We had Leclerc on a charge. We actually had a quite a good battle between um, Joe and Schumacher before uh, Schumacher unfortunately decided to uh, engine just unfortunately decided to uh, conk out. Yeah. And then of course we had um, we had other um, other, other things. Just um, there was a there was a good there was a good little battle between. Uh, Science and Verstappen at the end, just seeing, just constantly pushing each other to see who could do the, could do the quicker, quickest lap. And Science was actually quite pleased that he was, um, he was the fastest man of the weekend so far. He got fastest lap, so yeah. 19 points for him. Still evading that ever, um, that ever um, evasive um, point uh, win for uh, for Science. He's been, uh, um, it's it's now five second places, and uh, it's. Uh, for science himself, and it's it seems to be continuing that way. I'm sure that once he gets a victory, I'm sh- and he, he said to him, he said this himself. He thinks that this weekend's been pretty good. He's he's been a lot more confident now with the car, and he hopefully he should be able to put in um, maybe a bit more um, uh, better performances in this uh, in maybe at Silverstone in the following races because his his start his start of the year hasn't been. Brilliant. He's been behind. Uh, he's behind uh, Russell in the championship, and we and we know that um, that Mercedes is a, is a pretty poor car, and uh, it should not. It should probably be the other way round. And um, yeah, if we're honest, George Russell. To be fair to him, he's been lucky with the pit stop. A lot luckier than been, Hamilton. He has been lucky. Yes. Uh, but I think, I think it's less about him being lucky and I think it's more about Hamilton being unlucky because I think I think that Mercedes car has got a lot better there's oh yeah the, loads better the engineers deserve a massive pat on the back pat on the back at Brackley everyone that's worked on that car they from what from what we saw in Boring yeah we, we didn't we didn't think that it was going to be a going to be a, a good car at all I thought yeah. and it, they've definitely improved after because Q2 uh, and sometimes even Q3 exits weren't, uh, or Q, Q1 exits were, were common in like the early stages of the year, but they've yeah. they've gradually grown up. Um, they've actually um, improved and honed their car. So well, it's a better. Hamilton qualified in P4, P4 Russell, in yeah. P, Russell in P8. Well, I think that was due to the dry tyres he put on. Uh, yeah. Um, he took he took the risk. He yeah. um, it was a risk he took also in Sochi last year, and he managed to qualify P three. No such luck in uh, no such luck in F one F one on today or or a couple of days ago on Saturday. Um, of course, he had a very slow spin, very yeah. lazy spin, I, I would say, and uh, didn't didn't uh, qualify in the on the second row where he might have expected to. But of course, that's just. Racing, that's how it goes. Well, on the um, topic of qualifying, I think we need to address the elephant in the room, Fernando Alonso. Brilliant. I think it'll be very interesting to see whether we're going to get another wet race 
end the season, which we know we will, but it depends what race it is because Fernando Alonso did very well um, qualifying P2. He had that pace. Um, Magnussen and Schumacher, P5 and P6 in the Hasses, they did very well, uh, as well as Esteban Ocon and the other Alpine. It was very good weekend for Alpine but well, as well in, in qualifying maybe the yeah. race the race they slipped down oh, I think that was due they, they to they still kept their own like uh, Leclerc was very much struggling to overtake Esteban Ocon oh yeah but um, I think as well we've got to talk about FP3 okay I, I think I know where this is going Sebastian, Sebastian Vettel I he didn't do very well in qualifying saying on the radio that he didn't have the same grip that he had but I, yeah. I do wonder whether, if we're going to get another wet race, if Sebastian Vettel can really show that he hasn't dropped off. He should definitely not retire, in my opinion. Great guy, great driver, absolute legend of the sport. I think he should keep going. And, uh, yeah, I, I fully back him. He's 14th in the championship. He's got 10 more points than his uh, than his teammate, Lance Stroll, and his... Um... Stroll in his home Grand Prix didn't do yeah. too badly, I wouldn't say. Um, I wouldn't say he was he was on the same pace as uh, Vettel because obviously he was uh, uh, Vettel was just in another another league. Um, there's another um, another or there's another thing that we should address. Uh, Sonoda. Yeah. What on earth was going on there? Well, he, I he genuinely came thought the, he came out the pit lane. Oh, I saw what went on. <laughs> he, he, he locked both tyres and went straight into the barrier. Yeah. Um, sorry, on, on your predictions, and we're going to re- revisit them uh, <laughs> yes, we, at the we end will. of the year. Well, what we can do is we can do... Um, tr- we'll do that during the mid-season break, so stay tuned for that episode because that will be hopefully a very exciting episode. We'll look back halfway through the season and then right at the end of the season after after Abu Dhabi where, unlike Miami, we'll have a real marina. And um, we can laugh at... Laugh at uh, your P4 <laughs> where you play Sonoda. Instead, he uh, proved he, proved it how good of a racing driver he was. Yeah, by sliding into the barrier. I genuinely thought that, that, was going to be, that it, was a, it was a mechanical failure. I thought, oh, maybe the AlphaTauri engineers didn't fix the tyre on properly and it maybe just battled around and... Yeah. Couldn't get the full braking power and it just slid on straight on. But no, it was a, it was a genuine mistake. And it, it's been two, it's been one and a half years he's been in the sport, and it's not been, it's not been a brilliant one, uh, brilliant one and a half years. Is it? It's we saw a bit of a glimpse of hope at the last race in, the, in, in Abu, Abu Dhabi, Dhabi. but that that put me on to thinking he was going to have a brilliant season. Yeah, somehow this year, somehow getting um, more points than uh, George Russell. For 111 um, at the stage, uh, I'm afraid um, he needs to get needs to get 100 more points, and then maybe he'll be in, in contention for a P4 finish in the championship. But that's not just going to happen, is it? No. Well, Sergio Perez. Oh dear! It's he. He didn't. He didn't have a very good he, uh, weekend at all. He was struggling with the car a lot. Yeah, he, crashed in qualifying. Uh, doing the same thing as Sonoda did, yeah. locking up the front. I wonder whether it would be the same as what happened in Azerbaijan. Um, I think it was one or two years ago uh, when Sebastian Vettel, I think, I think he came second, actually, when uh, Verstappen 
um, which nearly the Grand Prix went into the barrier. But one one of those things, the reason why he locked up was because he changed the front brake bias so that you get more pressure in the fronts, which means that he's more likely to lock up what? for the safety car restart. That was Lewis. Lewis, sorry, what did I? Who, who did I say? Stappen. Oh, okay. No, no, sorry. This is this is Lewis, and uh, and he locked up because he didn't change it back. So I was wondering whether that's what. Um, Sonoda was trying to do, trying to put more brake bias oh, on magic, the front of magic. the car. Okay, right. And was trying to trying to get more heat into those tyres, more pressure into them, and instead just forgot to turn it off coming out of pit lane and locked up. Mm, maybe. I think it was just I think it was just Bad rubbish driving. driving, yeah. <laughs> um Well what else? What else is it is there um, to talk about? Well, Lando Norris talking about rookie errors. Uh Five second penalty, speeding in the pit lane. Oh dear, yeah. Yeah, that's rookie well, error. I, th- I, th- I think that was a bit of a. I think he was maybe, maybe a bit angry after the horrendous pit stop that he had. I mean, yes. The pit yes. crew, um, pit crew made a mistake. With Daniel Ricciardo. I think yep. it was the um, front right tire. If um, I'm very much, if I'm not mistaken. Is it rear right? Uh, no, front right. Oh, I think okay. and. Uh, Bit of, a, bit of a mistake that cost them time, and of course yeah. they were double stacking. So of course you had Norris coming in straight afterwards. They really did need a really good, um, really good pit stop to send Ricardo on the way, um, but that just didn't that didn't materialise, did it? And um, right. Norris went in straight away. Team decided to put on uh, on the tyres, but then they realised it was Ricardo's, yeah. and um, and just took a very long time to uh, switch it back. All the while. Cars were going past on the on the front stretch in the pit lane, losing time, and I think maybe you gave it a boot full of a uh, boot full of throttle afterwards. It probably wasn't very happy. Yeah. And that's um, and yeah, I think that's maybe where the uh, penalty came from. Um, penalties also have struck Fernando Alonso after his incredible qualifying results. Um, weaved on the straights to block um, to block Valtteri Bottas. Which wasn't um, wasn't brilliant. <laughs> well, one thing, just talking about uh, Leclerc now, just roughly switching. All right. Very, very well for him. It did very well. He would have been, he would have been a bit annoyed that Max Verstappen managed to win the race, but I'm, I'm, he, he managed to catch up to um, to Checo. He's now in P3 in the championship, um, but. Just take the Monaco Grand Prix. What? what? Okay. Uh, just, Canada. Just, no, 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 no. Just hear me out on this. Monaco Grand Prix. Guess how many overtakes there were in the Monaco Grand Prix? Um, eleven. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Twelve overtakes. And the amount of overtakes that Charles Leclerc made. Um, started in P twenty, I think. P nineteen. P nineteen. Okay. Ended up in P five. All right. That's so already 14 overtakes. Already 14 overtakes. So and more than Monaco. And you've also got to um, take into consideration he was P8, I think, before he pitted. Yep. So he made probably about two or three times the amount of overtakes than there were in the entire um, Grand Prix in Monaco. Wow. I think that just says a bit more about Monaco. but. Um, yeah. Before before I have a talk about the uh, the cars, anything else you wanted to talk about? Well, I'm just having a look at the uh, driver's standings here. 
And um, we're heading into Silverstone, two weeks. Yep. Uh, still got a bit of a uh, bit of time between that. Maybe. Um, um, so we, we're going to have to come up with something to do during then. Maybe the Senna, um, the Senna script. Yep, we have reached 100 listeners, I'm happy to say. So that will be coming out as soon as we can make it possible. Yep. With our busy, busy schedules, but we will try. Try to do that. But um, we're coming up to Silverstone now. Of course, last year's race was, um, say, a bit controversial. Yep. And... Um, and uh, Lewis, I think, was roughly like 50, um, 50 points behind at that uh, at that stage, wasn't he? And he yeah. did need quite a um, quite a uh, maybe a couple of wi- uh, maybe a win and maybe a poor weekend for his rival. So unfortunately, it didn't happen in the way he might have liked. Yes. Um, but in 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 that way, he was still back in the title fight. Now let's have a look at Charles Leclerc, shall we? He's fifty points behind Max Verstappen. Yeah. And we've got Silverstone next. So, um, of course, I know the, I know maybe the tickets are already sold out um, for, for Silverstone. They're, they're already sold out. They're they sold, sold out. out within two right. minutes. Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay. Um, but that's, that's an exaggeration. A little, little word of um, advice. Yeah. Maybe um, maybe crowd around cops and uh, see, see what goes on there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We might have uh, Leclerc going for a little, um, little move up the inside. And uh, there I'm with Stappen, but I don't know. I don't know whether that will happen or not. Um, another thing I'm looking forward to at Silverstone is the uh, two Mercedes, and which, yes. which one will perform in front of their, um, in front of both their home crowds? Because, of course, Hamilton, Hamilton's uh, at Silverstone. Silverstone has been a stamping ground for the last, yep. I don't know, seven, seven years. It's been, it's been pretty much. Um, Untu- he's been pretty much untouchable there, so it'll be interesting to see whether he'll be um, he'll be um, he'll be able to compete with uh, Russell at um, Russell, especially in qualifying again in the race um, there. And uh, and but of course Russell has had a pretty good run at Silverstone. Of course he hasn't scored um, scored eight wins. I don't think like Lewis has. Um, might be eight wins. Yeah. Uh, might be less. Might be more. But. Um, I think I think uh, one of the highlights of the uh, of the of the of last season was uh, Russell managing to get up into I think P eight and into Q three with Williams at Silverstone. So we know he might have pace there, yeah. and of course that's where the uh, Brackley team have uh, also started testing. I'm expecting things from uh, Alfa Romeo as well. Um, not Alfa Romeo, Aston, Aston Martin because yeah. they're they're, they're based, based there. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're right next to it. So I'm sure. So I don't know. Probably not a win. Well. I wouldn't be arguing if Sebastian Vettel or Lance Stroll, but mainly Sebastian Vettel. But um, there, there is a strong chance of that. Just a uh, a quick look at the a weather minute, forecast. A minute chance. <laughs> Just a quick look at the weather forecast. There will be rain Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, so you're 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 going the weather forecast, and I'm you're go, ha- and you're trying forecast. to predict yep. um, a race that is not going to happen until in two weeks' that? time. Two weeks time. Right. And so this could change, but I do. It's high risk of rain. Uh, so on all days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I think it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Whether Mercedes, that they probably will run a a high downfall setup, stop the porpoising, which got better. The Ferrari was still, yeah. was still porpoising, but I think Hamilton was certainly. Hamilton was actually quite. 
Yeah, it was very pacey. I think he was in lapping in the same region as um, as Science as well. Yeah. He does. He does really like Canada. Uh, it was the first um, yeah. race that he actually he his actually first won. victory. Yeah, in uh, back in two thousand and seven, uh, and um, throughout just the um, and throughout the fifteen years, I think that he's been in F one, he's managed to win there seven times, which is pretty yeah. pretty good, pretty good running record. And uh, Martin Brundle said something that um, that amused me, and it was. Um, if uh, if if uh, Russell was a bit was quicker than Canada, then uh, um, then Lewis must be feeling a bit worried. But he wasn't because I mean, if uh, if if Russell had been quicker, it's one of Hamilton's favourite circuits. I think you might know who was uh, who's the quickest who's the quicker driver yeah. at least this season. Well, it it will be quite interesting. Uh, that Silverstone Grand Prix, I would like to see some drama. Whether, Some driver, yeah, definitely. Because we haven't really seen a crash as such. We've seen people go into the barrier. Why are we expecting crashes at, <laughs> uh, at Silverstone? I, I'm not saying that we should be. I'm just saying I'm hoping that we might get a bit of drama at Silverstone because it's there's quite a few drivers from England uh, yeah. looking to win their home Grand Prix. Well, looking, not, not, well, not many of the chance well. of winning them, if Look, I'm honest. Looking to do well, and I think it, it will be interesting. But, but quickly, I do want to talk a little bit about what I've been talking to James a little bit about uh, the F1 cars nowadays. All oh, right, yeah. In my opinion, they're getting too good. Too good? Too good, which means they're getting bad, because take all these circuits, Canada less such... But Azerbaijan, yes, very good circuit normally. Bahrain, normally. very good circuit normally. I think yeah. if Bahrain wasn't the opening circuit, it probably would wouldn't be that favourable. I don't know. We had a pretty good race. I there. know we we had a pretty good race, but I'm wondering how much that was to do because it was the first race. I'm thinking. Well, you, 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 from, you can't you can't, you can't make up a, you can't make up a good race just from the yeah, first I season. I know, but I'm thinking. Now that um, now that Melbourne is not the first race of the season, it's kind of lost that prestige and it's lost that kind of importance. And it's still a good track, I think, as well. With Monaco, it's a good track, but the car's about growing the circuits. And now there's getting... We're starting to get more... Not boring Grand Prix, because for many people, including myself, we absolutely love the strategy behind it. But for... The new, the new watcher of F one. Yeah. It's not as exciting, and I use that word probably not in its best form. No. But I'm going to say exciting than what it would would have been five, ten years ago, because all the cars are just too good. Like there's not really enough space to overtake, or the straights are too big, so that it's just way too easy to get past. Now. I don't know whether how much this is to do with DRS, but I think the cars are getting are getting too good for the circuits. They're outgrowing them. I think I I don't think we can change every single circuit because the the cost of that, especially when you get street circuits that you can't exactly change much. So I think the only thing that F1 have got the FIA have got to do is somehow make the cars worse but still make them Fun, still make it fun. I don't to think watch. they just make them shorter. 
Just make him yeah. just make him a bit shorter because at Monaco you've he's at Monaco just you need you need big. that agile. Yeah, they're just too big, too wide, and you can't get past and it's it's just been a growing problem because back then, back in nineteen fifty, we had the Monaco Grand Prix. It's yeah. pretty much unchanged, pretty much the same layout as it was now. Maybe um I think there may, might have been a hairpin back then, uh, at the at the very end of the track. But um but yeah, it's it's still the, the the layout is very much the same, and it's and it was it was able to suit the um, it was able to suit the uh, the nineteen fifties F one child were very um, all very small, but um, but um, but now they're they're colossal. I think they're like six meters or something, or six yeah, meters they're, long, they're massive, massive two meters wide, and that's that's nowhere near the proportions of. Uh, um, I know any of the proportions of the just of like the sheer, uh, the sheer size of the, the of the um of the twenty twenty two cars. Yeah, I think something has to be done about it. We've seen the FIA um, address the porpoising issue. I think that's that's helped to a certain extent. It still could be a bit better, but um, that that's all I have to say. Anything you want to say, James? Uh, no, I think we'll just wrap it up okay. there. Well, um, thank you for listening. We'll hopefully have either the Senna script um, ready so that we can record that episode or um, an, or what we fully expect the um, Silverstone Grand Prix to be. Yeah. But there will be another episode probably at the weekend because we've got two-week gap. Um, yeah. Stay tuned for that. Thank you.